Today's episode of The Usual is brought to you by LootCrate.com. LootCrate is a monthly mystery crate that delivers the best in geek and gaming gear, from collectibles, apparel, tech gadgets, art, and other epic gear. It's like Comic-Con in a box, and everybody loves Comic-Con. So, for you, listeners of The Usual, you can get 10% off any new subscription at LootCrate.com. Enter the promo code BRIDGE10 to save 10%. So again, you can go to TryLootCrate.com slash The Usual and save 10% on your new subscription. That and enter Bridge 10 to save 10%. Thanks for listening. Hello, and welcome to Real Number 8 of The Usual's Real Reviews, where we discuss the news, rumors, and trailers of our favorite upcoming movies. I'm your host, Will, and with me is my hetero life mate, Marshall. Hi, Marshall. If only you hadn't made me make the bump, play the bumper, it would have been fine. You well, if you didn't actually, you know, use your two uh, you huge, it. blowing it, you know, displays correctly. Just blowing it. Twenty-two inch monitors, bro, side by side. It's like my dad says, twelve inches perfectly round. Talk about his afro. That's a that's a weird side note. <laughs> I've been drinking. Uh, I've been drinking for a while. Let's note, go. Let's go. 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 <laughs> on that note, we're uh, we're uh, enjoying our usual frosty beverage. And what are you having? Ah, who knows anymore. <laughs> I think you're still continuing with your Hop Stupid. Yes, I am drinking Hop Stupid by Lagunitas uh, Brewing Company, one of my favorite IPAs. It's amazing. Yeah, and uh, I'm dealing with a bit of migraines this week, so I'm, I'm just drinking my Diet Pepsi. Whoops. I hate you. <laughs> uh, so this anyways. is what happens when I don't host the show. I get to just make weird comments from the I'm side. free. <laughs> so please, imagine you are joining us for a frosty beverage in your favorite theater as we turn down the house lights and start the show. You're up, buddy. All right. Anyway, so um, we talked about this in a previous episode, not real reviews, but um, it's just real sad that we lost Anton Yeltsin, um, who played Chekhov. Why am I... Dr- I just said Chekhov. I, well, you whispered oh, but it. Well, oh, I wasn't on the mic. Chekhov. Yeah. Uh, he played Chekhov in the, the Star Wars movie. And, you know, just a tragedy. Yeah. You know, he died on. But, you know, interestingly enough, it looks like the car that killed him is part of a recall. Yeah. Where, and it's not that there's anything specifically wrong with like the gear shift or whatever but it doesn't because it's an e-shift it's done electronically it doesn't have that you know whenever you put something in gear you can tell it's in gear yeah, you can feel it or it's in park it's not that way anymore so it doesn't it looks like that might that might have been an issue well there was also this weird thing um and the wife actually brought this to my attention too and it's a it's a jeep grand cherokee correct I believe so. Um, my, my parents had one back in the day. This was 15 years ago, but, um, they always seem to have these weird issues. I'm not saying anything about Jeep, but like it, it it's not, it's kind of crazy that it happened to be that car and knowing people who've had them have had these issues. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man, it, it had something to do with, you know, when you put it into park and think it's in park, it's actually in neutral. Yeah. And he's not the first person to have been hit by their car. He's just the first one to die from it, unfortunately, which, well, possibly. as far as I know. Yeah, but uh, somebody famous, too. So, No, of course. Um, but Walter Koenig, who is the original Chekhov in the uh, the original Star Wars uh, original series, uh, sends his condolences, obviously, to the to the Yelchin family. Right. But it also turns out he's he leaves behind, just, just like any other actor, you know, he's got so many things going on at any given time. He leaves behind several unreleased films and shows. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's like we're still getting stuff from uh, Alan Rickman released. Right. Um, it, it's going to be the same thing with, with him for, for a number of uh, a number of months at least. For sure. There was something on Netflix. Oh, yeah. He's in Troll Hunters from uh, Guillermo del Toro. 
Um, that's DreamWorks, uh, that's coming to Netflix. And there was something else. Thoroughbred, it's psychological thriller. Um, so yeah, bunch of stuff. Yeah, he's got lots of Some stuff. Some indie uh, films. And, exactly. Yeah, crazy. Um, yeah, so, uh, you put this one in here, I'll let I, you bring this one I threw this one in here and I kind of alluded to it on our main show last week, I believe. Yeah. Um, but anyway, there, I'm, I haven't finished reading it, uh, reading it. Uh, watching it all yet. I, I'm about 20 minutes in. Um, uh, but it's like almost an hour. And this is George R. R. Martin sits down with Stephen King. Um, the funniest part though is he basically kind of sits down. Obviously, Stephen King is prolific is, is one way to say it. Very um, prolific. <laughs> the guy right, puts out what three novels a year Something at this like point. That. Uh, obviously, George R. R. Martin's the complete opposite of that. Um, you know, he puts out a year, uh, a book every few years, right? Right. Um, so George R. R. Martin kind of sits down with him and says, dude, how the, you know what, do you write so many books? Exactly. And the conversation is really interesting. And it's, and it's kind of crazy because in the beginning, which I thought was kind of funny, is that Stephen King kind of says, uh, how he came to finally read the Game of Thrones books. Um, cause he kind of put them off for a while right. for various reasons, kind of saying, Oh, I'm not going to read that kind of thing. And then he kind of comes to it and says, Oh, well, I ended up, uh, having some downtime or something and getting into it. And then he compliments him, of course. And, and it's, it's nice to see the mutual respect of the writers. As a writer myself, it's nice to see like these people like, uh, not only being aware of each other's work, but, acknowledging the fact that they are contributing what they are to pop culture, which is especially cool. since they're both very um, important in the, uh, the genre of world building. Absolutely. Um, and actually, you know, we were talking about this at lunch today. We were good looking over some epic rap battles of history on YouTube. And uh, there's one I had you watch today it was George R.R. R. Martin versus oh J.R.R. Tolkien. Nuts. But it also reminds me of one from a few seasons ago that they did that was Stephen King versus Edgar Allan Poe. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and so I, I should really just rewatch both those again back to back because it's, it's pretty funny. All right, man. So this one. I'm excited about this one because um, the, uh, well, no, you just totally skipped on. Oh. I'm, I'm a big Hamilton fan. Sorry. And uh, it looks like that coming up later this year, they are going to be doing a PBS production of Hamilton. Really? With the uh, the original Broadway cast and everything. So I'm very excited for that. That's awesome, dude. Yes. It's really cool. Um, because it is so hard to watch. I mean, especially something that's so hard to get tickets for on Broadway. Yeah, it's going to be doing its its uh, tour, but not everyone can get to the theater. Right. Or afford those tickets. <laughs> exactly. That's the other thing. Um, all right, man. So... I saw this today. It's uh, the headline is NBC promises not to cancel shows quickly. Um, and I think the problem with this and who do we see here? Constantine. <laughs> uh, and I'm not sure about this one. That's powerless. It's a new DC. Oh, right, right. So we have these other things coming. Um, so I guess the, the, the crux of it is it's like, well, we know that sometimes we kind of jump the gun and cancel things and maybe we won't. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, obviously with Constantine's it had a huge groundswell and with the popularity of the Berlanti verse as a whole is growing. Right. This is now just a property they've given up on that hopefully uh, Warner Brothers will bring back into the fold. Right. Um, so all of these changes will bode well for NBC's new superhero comedy Powerless, which stars Vanessa Hudgens, Alan Tudyk, um, that kind of thing. So I think that's going to be good. That means it'll stick around. I'm thinking for at least two seasons. Yeah, it's it's before they give up on it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's like they were with the, with all the buzz that was coming around uh, the first season of Agents of Shield. You, you, everyone thought it was going to get canceled. Now it's on to its third season. It's got a a dedicated audience, if not huge. No, it's a great audience and it's a good show. Yeah, so so hopefully you know that's. I wish they'd given that chance to Constantine. 
Um, Powerless should be interesting because it's very similar to the Marvel uh, show um, that's coming out, and I'm drawing a blank on it. But it's basically oh. about like the this one's about like the office workers in the DC universe. The other one's about like the cleanup crew. The, yeah, what was that? What is that one called? I thought they canceled that one. One of them they canceled. I can't remember. I think that was the one they canceled. Did they cancel? It? They decided not to go for. Or or I'm thinking. The one with the guys from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. No, we're getting things mixed up Yeah, now. we are. But anyways, Powerless looks pretty interesting. I mean, yeah. I mean I'm not a huge Vanessa Hudgens fan, but uh, I do love Alan Tudyk. Oh, Tudyk's amazing. All right. uh, Daniel Radcliffe has come out this week and said he hasn't ruled out the possibility of playing Harry Potter again. Now, I read this differently. I read this as he will never play Harry Potter again. I don't know why. That was, oh, no. No, I know. I, I, but I'm just saying when I first read the headline, that's what I thought it said. So, right. I think this can go one of two ways. Either that if J.K. Rowling decides to expand the Harry Potter universe to bring in more movies, cool. Or does this mean, because he has a, a experience playing on Broadway in the West oh. End, because he was in Equus, he was in a couple other things. Maybe he was thinking about playing the Harry Potter role in Curse of Child, which just opened up on the West End. That'd be cool. Do you think this also could mean, like, if they, I mean, I'm surprised they haven't already, but like on animated or... Something like that to expand the universe yeah, a little bit. Like he could so do voiceover. Could do yeah, it, he could also come back as old timey, uh, or old, old Potter. Old Potter. <laughs> that would be cool. Anyway. Um, there's a few stars this week that are getting their stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, which, you know, you think it's a huge honor, which it is, honestly. But the thing is, is <laughs> we know <laughs> it's a publicity thing. You pay for the right to have the, which we know it's funny because we're, we're such avid listeners of Hollywood Babylon. It's funny because. Listening to uh, um, uh, Garmin, <laughs> listening to Garmin, and all he went through to get Adam West his star on the on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, it's like he had to jump through so many hoops and do right. all these things and pay all this money and raise take, all this money. Yeah, because you have to. It does take thousands of dollars. And and all these people that you're about to list off now are young. Yes, and they're not. I mean, yeah, they're awesome, but right. they're not Adam West either. No, but the cool thing is, is that you can have multiple stars too. For okay, what? I'll tell you in a second. Okay. Um. Well, first of all, the the people are getting stars are The Rock, Amy Adams, Chris Pratt, Mark Ruffalo, and Ryan Reynolds. Okay. The thing is, is you can have multiple stars because you have a certain emblem on your star for what you're famous for, uh-huh. right? Because that's your name. You have the star has your name and it has the emblem, and it's usually either a phonograph or if you're a musician. Or oh, a theater okay. or film or hmm. whatever. Like, I believe Walt Disney has three stars okay. for film, television, and music. Okay. Um, I'm confused about a couple things. First of all, uh, good on all these guys. I, I'm, that's awesome. We'll talk more about The Rock in a minute. I'm, I'm glad they're getting their thing. Uh, but what I don't understand is, is there, how do I say this? I, I'm aware of physics. And, and the amount of space there is in things. How is there still space to put more stars? Well, Sunset Boulevard is huge, first of all. Okay. But, but they do double They've been doing this up. for a long time. Yeah. And they, the, on the main part of the, the strip, they do start doubling them up. Okay. Where right. it's two blocks wide instead of right. one star wide. All right. I'll give you that. Okay. Now, really quick, before we, <laughs> before we go into this next one, uh, we'll take a little break. I want you to open up a, uh, browser okay. and go to comedycentral.com because i want you to watch the intro to last night's uh uh at min or the night before last at midnight specifically references the rock here okay so anyways we're back and 
Oh, we're back. The Rock is released. But to them, we had never left. Yeah, he has released his trailer for his new <laughs> YouTube channel. And we just watched the intro to Monday Nights at Midnight. And Chris Hardwick was making fun of the fact that this is how cool The Rock is. He can make us care about a YouTube channel 11 years after the, the medium appeared. And that's, uh, I don't know, man. And we had that episode a few weeks back from main show. It's like, you know, I labeled it something about The Rock. Because I feel like all we were doing was talking about The Rock, but... But as Hardwick said, The Rock is, he's consistent, man. He is. He's, he's doing stuff. He's making movies. He's doing stuff. And now he's YouTubing and. I know, right? Good on him. He's, go to The Rock because he's going to keep us sane. I know, right? Or, I mean, he's a monster. He does not skip leg day. Or, or back day. Or chest day. Or chest day. Or tricep day. I mean. (sighs) Moving on. Have I, have I ever shown you that meme where it shows Vin Diesel and then Vin Diesel standing next to The Rock, then The Rock standing next to Shaq, Shaq standing next to Yao Ming? That's it's funny. like all these. It's, it's like, like going down like because they're huge. <laughs> and then they're just like getting smaller and smaller because <laughs> they're getting, it's so funny. That's good. Okay. So TV? So TV. John Stamos joins the cast of Scream Queens 2. Okay. Now. Can you watch the show? I have not. I did not watch the first season. I heard it. It was pretty entertaining. It was all right. But the thing is, is John Stamos is already on a show called Grandfather, which I think is actually pretty damn funny. Stamos. Um, so I don't know if, and then of course he did Fuller House. Yeah, Fuller House. Yeah. But I don't know. Does this mean he's leaving Grandfather? Is Grandfather canceled? Did it- or he's John Stamos. Maybe he's more than one of them. I think he might be cloned. He hasn't aged a day. He has not. And he's not aged black, which is interesting. <laughs> Because I had this whole debate with a buddy of mine about LeVar Burton and Black Don't Crack and, um, and Morgan Freeman. They've looked the same for the last 35 years. It's true. I think they're um, like at least 200, 200 years old apiece. Did I, did I ever tell you about the time that my sister Donna and I, we went to Knott's Berry Farm mm. and, um, jo- this is when John Stamos was married to, um, uh, Rebecca Romaine. Okay. And they followed us around the park the entire day. We were like, <laughs> It was just Why? my sister and I, and we were at the park, and we're like, okay, we're we're going to get in line for the Silver Bullet ride. And then literally like 10 people behind us, there's John Stamos and Rebecca <laughs> Romain. And they're like, okay, let's go get some food. 10 people back in line, there's John Stamos and Rebecca Romain. Okay, it's like, all right, we're just going to go watch the gunfight show. Yeah. And there they are. Two rows behind <laughs> us is John Stamos and Rebecca Romain. Maybe they knew, how, maybe they knew that you could navigate the park. Like a champ. It could and be. knew how to avoid all the lines. It was just, it was really, really. Oh, you were just looking good that day, bro. And dude, they were, they're so pretty in Yeah, person. it's hard to look at. I know. Right? It's like looking at the sun. Both of them. <laughs> I know. It's I'm insane. telling you. I know what you mean. Are we tangenting? We are tangenting. Oh. All right. Krypton, um, is casting for Superman's grandfather and more. And we already knew that something like this was going to happen right. because Krypton, which is going to be on the sci-fi network. It's not part of Berlantiverse. Right. Is, um, and it's actually being done by, uh, um, uh, Kinsberg. Um, is looking at the House of L previous generations back. I still wonder how this is going to go, man. I just, I, I don't know. Um, I, I do have some worries about it, but we'll see. I, I'm going to watch it for sure. But yeah, I'll definitely watch the first episode to see what the vibe is, but we'll see. Um, Game of Thrones. It seems like the stars are reportedly getting big raises. Okay. So before we get to this, now, um, this show is going to come out on the heels of our last universal usual. Okay. Right. And I, during that episode, I wasn't a hundred percent sure of a couple things uh, about game of Thrones. And the reason I'm going to say this is because I read the books, but they were a long time ago on audio on audible book. Right. So the one thing I wanted to say was, um, and this is minor spoilers, actually, well, 
spoilers for the last episode, right? And I'm only saying this now really quick because I want to kind of cover my bases before people start tweeting me about this. Uh, but in the books, they basically said the same thing they did in the, in the show about John's parents. John Snow's lineage. John, John Snow's lineage. And Kate reminded me last night, remember we were talking about last names depending on where you were? Right. Like if you were from Dorne, they were called, last name was Sand. Right. So it did depend on where you were, and I was trying to remember that. But anyway, the point is, is I think for for bastards, you mean. for bastards, yeah. So the the point is, is in the books they didn't necessarily come out and say who his dad was, who his mom was yet. Right. It was just kind of continuing along those things. Well, as we far already as know, I know that the the show is past the books right now. Right. Anyways. Exactly. So anyway, um, so but uh, big raises, money. Yeah, big raises, and which is kind of interesting considering there's less than two seasons left now. Yeah, and. To keep all those people there doing this thing, I mean, they're only doing the one more season, right? I thought. No, the, the next season is seven episodes, right. and I think it's eight episodes for season eight. Okay, so they're just going to break up. Okay. Yeah, they're just doing two shorter seasons. Got it. Um, but, you know, it actually, it's, since I just binged this over the last, you know, few weeks or so, um, I also watched a show called Scorpion. Well, it turns out the main star from Scorpion is the Dothraki. Remember when she's going east after Khal uh, Drago died? Yep. And she sends the three Dothraki off mm-hmm. in separate directions, and one comes back and tells her there's Karth, right? And then two come back with just heads? No, one just comes back with the head, and one, the other one never comes back. Right. The one that never came back um, is the star of... Scorpion. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. He left the show. He left Game of Thrones to go do that. Oh, that's cool. Because I was like, he got, you know, I mean, there's other famous people in the show. I'm like, how did he get the lead? I'm like, oh, right. he was in Game of Thrones. <laughs> that helps. It does help. Um, uh, so, yeah. So, there, it, I mean, this is kind of like, uh, you know, uh, uh, the, the Friends cast got yeah. their huge raise in their last two seasons. Um, all right, man. So, uh, on the Game of Thrones kick, it is the highest rated TV show ever on IMDb. Battle of the Bastards. The second to last episode. Yeah, it's a really good episode. And we talked about it in, in our, in our last Universal. Yeah, it was it, by far one of my favorite episodes. The last episode, um. I well, really dug the Winds of Winter. Which one was that? That's the, one the finale. That? The finale. No, I did too. And it's not that, I, I don't know. I like the episode before it better. Um, the only, this isn't really the place to talk about this actually, but the, 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 the thing I liked the most about the finale was Cersei's story. Um, and Arya's part. Right. <laughs> the other stuff was kind of like, yeah, that makes sense. But, um, and we knew the other stuff. I mean, the whole show has been leading up to, right. uh, Daenerys doing what she's doing. And the reveal to me, because I've read the books, wasn't the biggest deal in the right world, now. um, with Jon Snow, but Cersei's thing was badass. It was and, pretty And it cool. was ruthless. And it was the only way in a world like that you're going to like, Make a big change. It's and uh, below everybody me, it was <laughs> very Targaryen. <laughs> it, oh, it was so good. Even though dude. she's not a Targaryen. Right? It's like, well, I'm going to kill all of you, and then I'll get what I want. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, anyway. Um, Sorry yeah. about the spoilers. But, yeah, it uh, yeah it also uh, had huge ratings as well. Right. Um, initial ratings just from the show itself was, I think, 9 million viewers. But if you include HBO to go, HBO now, um, TiVo, all the different streaming services, yeah. it hit like 22 or 23 million viewers, which makes it the second biggest uh, show on TV behind The Walking Dead. Wow. It's insane, dude. That is insane. Uh, it's and really, really good. Worth watching. So good. I'm glad I finally got into it. I, and actually, me too. it makes me want to read the books. Read the books. Yeah. You'll like them. And you know, what I liked about the finale is that for all the time that they gave to certain things, they give like a good five minutes to Samwell in the library. Which I liked. 
And that was visually outside of that explosion I was talking about was one of the more visually stunning moments of that episode. Was yeah, that, and you saw the orbit thing right. uh, hanging above uh, that you see at the beginning of uh, the credits. Right. It's super cool. Yeah. Um, also, Archer. On a much lighter note. Yes. <laughs> Archer is being renewed not just for season eight, but for season eight, nine, and ten. Yeah, and actually I was a little worried about this because they, they uh, made season seven like two episodes shorter. Yeah. Um. Okay. They traditionally have 12 episodes a season, and this one only had ten. I was wondering about that because... Plus it took place in LA as opposed to New York. I meant to ask you because I was very confused because usually... When I get behind on Archer, I have like six or seven episodes. And then, you know, I would do a few and then, but I was like, oh, wait, it's over already? Yeah. What's usually, what usually happens is they have their main 10 episodes and then they have the two part finale. Right. It's always been that way. Right. Right. Whether it was the, the two part finale was episode nine and 10, though. Yeah. Right. Instead of episodes 11 and 12, which it normally is. Like the, the finale of season three was the sea tent. And then you had the, uh, the one, uh, the finale of season, uh, six was when they went into the body of. Oh my god, that was amazing! I just love the end of that. <laughs> it's like, well, <laughs> and so they just they they cut two episodes from here, and I think it was because they were still in negotiations. You think so? Okay. Yeah, so I think they might go back up to the twelve episodes again. I hope so. Yeah, the show's amazing. Um, it hasn't, even though those like I don't know, seasons three, four, three and four were, were probably two of my favorites, but um. The show is not slowing down and the actors are amazing. The stories are great and they keep bringing back characters. And I, I just, why not renew it for three more seasons? Keep going. Yeah. And what's really interesting is they kind of had in the earlier seasons, they kind of had arcs throughout the entire series season, mm. but now they have dedicated storylines for the entire season, like which this, I like. This one was the, the biggest agency. No, I really like they that. had Archer <laughs> Vice. They had, right. you know, they had dedicated and I kind of like it. But I think it it makes it really tight. Yeah, it does. I, I did like I did my least favorite. I think, and I think this is isn't this when they started? Was the Vice one? Yeah, that was kind of my least. Which favorite. is funny because that's the only season they've been nominated for the Emmy. Oh, that's weird because that was my least favorite season. I think because I think all the other ones seemed like they were part of some bigger thing. Right. Does that make sense because of the overarching stories? And yeah. Stuff. On the other hand, it was the introduction of Christian Slater. Oh my god! Playing Christian and Slater. and that character came back. And when he's playing himself, I and love, I, I just imagine Christian Slater sitting there in the booth, like <laughs> I'm playing myself as a CIA agent. It's and he's wearing, he's always wearing that same T-shirt, <laughs> talking hella smack. Yep. And I just, I just love that character so much. Anyway, it's really, and they, and the moment he's on in the same room as Archer, it's just on. Oh, it is. they hate each other. Hate it's amazing. Each other. And, and so I don't know. I think that's one of the shows. Sometimes they, they record together sometimes, don't they? In the same room or they have the actors in the You know, honestly, I don't know how they record. I, 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 somehow I think maybe this was in one of the Comic Con panels or something. They said that, um, sometimes they do record together. Right. So you can which, see reactions. Which I think would make it play better. Honestly. Oh, I would think so. In a show like this where it's like banter. It is banter. And you can ad lib back and yeah. forth too. Anyway. Okay. So. Um, Duchovny, X Files, go. Yeah, and you know this has been on the yeah. the back burner for a while, but it's just come out that David Duchovny, John Anderson are both open to more X Files. Hello, which is good. And I, I still I watch keep for- the end. I forgot. I keep forgetting. You only have like one episode left. No, literally one episode. Literally. No, the problem is, is like it's been we've been busy. 
All right, so uh, Game of Thrones is over now. So today's episode is brought to you by Zipcar. Earn twenty five dollars of free driving credit at joinzipcar.com slash usual. Zipcar is truly redefining the way people think about transportation. So give them a shot. Joinzipcar.com slash the usual and earn twenty five dollars of free driving credit. Thanks for listening. It is on to movies. Yeah, movies, movies, movies. Warcraft is now the highest grossing video game movie of all time. Oh. That's not super hard. No, I mean, I mean, you have to beat Super Mario Brothers. You have to beat Resident Evil. Well, considering, I mean, those movies are terrible. Exactly. And from what I hear, Warcraft not is pretty mediocre. So it is mediocre, but it makes a whole bunch of money in Asia. Oh yeah, for sure. But the thing is, is most video game movies are direct to video or direct to streaming, like right. the Dead Rising. There's two Dead Rising movies. Yeah, no, no. they're directed to to. Um, direct to video. Yeah, well, direct to streaming. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's not like. Days of Mortal Kombat. You right. You know what I mean? Um, we have a whole bunch of casting news. A lot. Uh, Bakad Abdi is cast in Blade Runner. I don't know who that is. Uh, neither do I. Um, oh, he was the uh, guy who, uh, I am the captain now in, uh, Captain Phillips. Got it. Okay. And okay. so he was the Oscar nominee. Cool. So he's joining the cast. Very cool. He's a very good actor. Nice. Um, yeah. So he was, uh, the, the, the main pirate in Captain Phillips. Um, also, uh, Laura Haddock has been cast in Transformers The Last Night. Um, is that what they're she, calling it? The Last Night? Yeah, it's called The Last Night. Who is she in? Uh, she comes to us from, uh, she had a bit part in Captain America, The First Avenger. Oh, and okay. And she was also, she played Star-Lord's mother in Guardians of the Galaxy. Got it. But she was bald. Yes. And Da Vinci's Demons, it said. Yeah, Da Vinci's Demons is a, uh, a show from, uh, Canada. Okay. Cool. All right. All right. So she's been cast in, in Transformers 5. Uh, Lego Movie 2, uh, has been pushed back to 2019. Do you know why? Uh, I'm just guessing because they're, uh, they have Lego Batman. Yeah. They're also have Lego, uh, Ninja Go, which is coming up. Right. I just think that the Lego brand as a film brand is becoming so much bigger that they're kind of starting to spread it out. I gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah, Ninja Go is happening. Uh, the cast has been reportedly revealed, some rumory thing. Um, but I, I didn't realize they were going forward with this movie, but I guess they are. All right. So Indiana Jones, um, Indiana Jones five will not be, just be a one-off. They're saying that it's going to be multiple Indiana Jones movies coming. Now, the trick with this is they've also said they're not going to kill off the Harrison Ford version of the character. So, so here's the thing. He's um, old. This is going to be a duh on one level oh, for me, because obviously franchises universes is the way we go, right? Indiana Jones obviously is going to be continuing to be a thing, right? Harrison Ford's heck old. Yes. He's also not going to die. No. So, so where does that leave us? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's, I mean, I honestly, to me, what this means is that Harrison Ford may show up, but they're going to have to pass the torch at some point. Eventually. They, uh, I mean, maybe in the sixth one, you know, I mean, I know they maybe don't want to, but how many, he yeah. can't, he can't be Indiana Jones at 80. No, he he's can't. 70, what, well, I mean, three, 72? Yeah, something like that. I mean, in the, in the, Indiana Jones universe, he does age that old. Right. Because you do see him, uh, in flash forwards in the young Indiana Jones series from the nineties. But, um, yeah, it's, you're kind of backing yourself into a corner. Yeah. It's weird. Uh, we'll see how it plays out. I mean, they could always do like, I don't think they're obviously prepping to do this, but they could do like the, uh, Lord of the Rings approach and record like, no, record <laughs> film five. Like the next three oh, movies yeah. at a time, like that one would be a huge chunk of time out for Harrison Ford. It would, but then he'd be done. But then he'd be done, absolutely. You know, and then just rake in that, more that would, money. That would be a smart way to do it. 
Otherwise, I think they're running the risk of something more happening to Harrison Ford. Like breaking a leg on a film set? Breaking a hip at this I point. Think. I mean, I'm, no, no offense. He's my favorite actor of all time, but he's old. Dude. He's old. So, um, the Saint movie is getting a reboot. Now, this is really kind of cool because, um, the Saint originally started as a British, uh, television series with, uh, Roger Moore. Oh, okay. And it was because of this show that he got cast as James Bond. Um, and it's a pretty darn cool thing. But then Val Kilmer did a movie in the late nineties was a little with Elizabeth Shue. And that was actually a pretty damn good version. Um, and, uh, it's basically about a, like a Robin Hood type of thief that uses a whole bunch of different identities and uses the names of, of Catholic saints, huh? which is really kind of cool. Um, and the, the late nineties movie is really interesting. It dealt with the, the collapse of the Soviet union and everything, but it looks like it's going to be getting a reboot. And I'm all for this because I do love the character. The character's name is Simon Templar. I mean, it's just such a great character. Oh, I love that name. Eli Roth, uh, horror porn director. <laughs> did you say horror porn? Horror porn. That's what he's known for. Oh, sounds good. Because, you know, he did Hostel. Hostel 2. He did. Oh, I got it. Okay. I was thinking horror and porn. No, like pornography. It's like, no, it's. I got you. Like car porn. Yeah, exactly. I got you. Go. Um, my brain went somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so he's doing a remake of Death Wish. Okay. Um, my dad loved the Death Wish movies. I never saw them. And if you don't know what Death Wish is, it's old Charles Bronson series. They made like five of them. And he plays, he plays a vigilante who, you know, is like his daughter dies or something. And he goes out and he just starts killing people. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. So uh, we'll see how he does with that. Cool, man. Uh, Brian Cranston <laughs> is going to be uh, Zordon in Power Rangers. I don't remember uh, my my Power Rangers knowledge is 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 left my brain, but I don't know remember who Zordon is. But Brian Cranston in Power Rangers? Are you freaking kidding me? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, already, we already have Elizabeth Banks as playing the villain, right? So we'll see how that goes. Um, we have two conflicting pieces here. First of all, Carl uh, Urban came out and confirmed that Dread Two is in development. Okay, and then the next day it came out that Dread Two is still not happening. So, it's still in pre-production, pre-development. So those two things cancel out. They do, but it's just. And it's so that just, means it might happen. Yeah, it's just showing <laughs> that it's still in the, it's still there somewhere in yeah. somebody's plans. Got it. Which is good because I actually thought Dread was a very well done version. Yeah, I like Dread, and That's I like good. Carl Urban. So, yeah. uh, the original uh, soundtrack uh, listing has been released for Ghostbusters. Um, we've already had the single release for the Fall Out Boy Missy Elliott version. Right. Um, but there's a whole bunch of other, and, uh, you know, it's actually kind of cool because it's kind of funny. My, th- I'm a track coach and my throwers, they loved g Easy, And I don't know who g Easy is. He's a rapper. I think they pronounce it Jeezy. No, it's not Jeezy. No, really? It is, actually is g Easy. Oh, I can't keep up anymore. I don't even care. I know, right? And, uh, <laughs> anyways, but he has a song on, he has a track on this track. Interesting. Listing. So that should be cool. I feel like every time my students start talking about hip hop these days, I get bored immediately. I know, right? It's all the same crap. Exactly. Ha! There and you go, hip hop lovers. Alienating I, more of our audience. Continue. I know, right? Uh, oh, The Rock. We're back on The Rock. <laughs> um, he's our rock. <laughs> he's already getting involved in, I mean, he's already in the Fast and the Furious uh, universe. He's uh, possibly going to be getting involved in the, um, the Hasbro universe. Yeah. Um, but now it's looking like, remember we already talked about the, uh, they're rebooting the universal monster universe with the mummy with Tom right. Cruise, where it looks like they're looking at the rock to be in Wolfman. Cool. cool. Yeah. No, that's, that's good on, good on him. Yep. Uh, a little bit more casting news. Uh, Hannah John, uh, Kamen has been cast in Ready Player One. <sighs> I just, have I ever said that I'm excited about this movie? Uh, you are. Now, 
the reason I wanted to make sure we talked about this was this. Okay. Uh, she's cute. Well, she's adorable. And, but she was also in, in Game of Thrones, sixth season. She was in, she was the Dothraki widow. Um, oh yeah. She or, was the one. Ornella. That, yeah. She was the one that, uh, um, that... it's funny as Ornella is a name from, uh, Beowulf actually. Oh, uh, but she was the one that Daenerys, uh, convinces to trust her to be able to turn the entire, entire Dothraki horde on here. Indeed. So here we go. So she as, um, she's joins the cast of the movie. Okay. Now I'm, I, I don't want to spoil the book at all. And I'm just going to keep this because of who, what she looks like, sort of, for me. I think I know who she's going to play, but I'm going to keep it to myself. Okay. But I'm also very excited and also a little bit like, huh? Only because the character doesn't – if the the character I think she's playing in my head doesn't look like this on some level. Face-wise, maybe. See where I'm going with this? Uh, no, I'm just going to let you go with what you Body type-wise, no. Face-wise, yes. Okay. Ethnicity, yes. Okay. Anyway. I'll, I'll that's just it. go with that. And actually, I think this is going to be the next audiobook I listen to. Do it now. It'll take you like a day, maybe. Okay. Well, maybe I'll listen to it while I play uh, Swift Ordinate. So good. You won't put it down. I promise you. Will Wheaton reads it to you. It's like talking to Will Wheaton for 12 hours. Word. All right. Let's go. Uh, AMC. This is not the channel. This is the, I believe, the... Uh, Movie theater. Channel, movie theater. Yep. Yep. Is announcing they're going to be doing a Star Trek movie marathon leading up to Star Trek Beyond. And they've done this with the Harry Potter movies. Uh, they've done it with the Star Wars movies, stuff like that. This so, seems to be AMC's thing when yeah. it comes to. They just um, do a weekend long marathon before yeah. a movie comes out. Which, if you want to invest that much time, I don't think, th- I think they're just doing, are they doing just the two? <laughs> or are they doing all of them? They're uh, just doing the most yeah, recent the, ones. Yeah, okay. So, just, so Star Trek and Into Darkness and then Beyond. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise, that would be insanity. Yeah, but this is just going to be basically it's setting it up so then you have like the 9 p.m. release on that Thursday night. Right. So. Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft movie gets a release date. Okay. A funny thing about this. I think this is late coming. Yeah. Mine. Well, with the with I'll, the popularity of Lego is all I'm saying. Uh, well, I know, but. But also Minecraft. Uh, exactly. <laughs> my nephew is huge into Minecraft, yeah. right? And my, my brother sent out a. Uh, a gif yesterday on on uh, on Facebook and it showed a a cartoon character just like shaking his head and like zoning out. It's like this is what it's like when your kid starts talking about Minecraft. Yeah, it's like why, <laughs> why? Um, yeah, I have a lot of students that are really into it, and it's 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 a trip, man. I mean, I can see there's a reason I haven't picked it up because I could find myself going down the rabbit hole, really falling down it. Um, but it's gonna come out uh, May twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. All right, good on you. Yeah, good on you. Uh, Tyrese Gibson has confirmed that he's going to be returning for uh, Transformers 5 because he was not in the fourth one. But I believe Josh Demel's coming back as well. So Yeah, I think that's important. Um, I will never see this movie. I, I Here's the thing. I've been watching Daredevil lately. Mm-hmm. Finishing season two. Yes. Phenomenal. I, every time I think, I'm like, oh, I should watch a movie tonight because my wife is watching all the kids and I have the house to myself. I'm like, I'm going to watch a movie. I'm like... I would much rather binge five episodes of Daredevil. Of a really good show. Of a really good show than watch something like, than like catch up on the Transformers trans, uh, you know, Although franchise, we, you for know, example. We, we do need to watch the we, Fast and Furious. It's going to happen. That's happening, bro. Give me a week. But the point is, is that. I'm thinking, hey, should we watch the first uh, one after we're done recording? Maybe. <laughs> I've seen the first one, though. But anyway, the point is this. Um, I, I have noticed I ever see this movie. I like Tyree Skipson, though, because he's funny. <laughs> he's terrible. 
He's kind of a terrible actor. Oh, he is. He's so bad. <laughs> but that's what I love about him in the Fast and Furious movies is he knows he's bad. And it's campy. And it's like, yeah, whatever. It's, it's so Tyrese. Campy. You know? Anyway, whatever. It is. It's awesome. Now, this one I really don't understand. The Tetris uh, okay. movies are being planned to be split into three different pieces. Can I help you with this a little bit? Okay. Because I put this in here and I read this article and I wanted to just highlight a couple things. Okay. First of all, people are speculating about how terrible this movie is going to be. And I'm with them. I think, how do you even make a movie about Tetris? It's about blocks. That's how you're going to do it. Okay. Um, I mean, it's not like Legos, which are blocks no. also, but Lego already had a base of being able to build characters. Indeed. Um, so, <laughs> uh, uh, Kasanoff, uh, confirmed to Empire Magazine. He said, yeah, the rumors are true. It's going to be a trilogy. And this is what he says. Purely because the story we conceived is so big. This isn't, <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. This isn't us splitting the last one of our eight movies in two and and wringing blood out of the stone. It's just a big story. Okay. First how, of all, how? How? he's bagging on Harry Potter there. Okay. You can say whatever you want about that. Okay. But a big story this about guy has Tetris. guy a lot of nerve. Unless this is about, you know, because, you know, Tetris is Russian. Unless this is a big communist story about the building of the Berlin Wall. <laughs> Well, right. I mean, that makes sense. And like, maybe they design, maybe they design a apparatus to like chuck blocks of certain shapes to like make the wall faster. Maybe I don't know. But here's the thing: we just ooh, maybe this is Donald Trump's movie, building the wall. Oh, sh- oh. what? What if it was Nikes? Oh, Trump, this is your movie, dude. All right. So he says we're not we're not gonna have blocks with feet running around the movie. He explained, but it's great that people think so. It sets the bar rather low. When you say something like that, wow. it's like, because people think we're going to have blocks with feet on them, then we, we can, can do whatever we want. I know, right? And we can split into three movies. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. Wow. I, I just don't, of course, there's still no details about the movie. We all have all played the game. None of this makes sense. And if I was on Hollywood Babylon, this is one of those movies that will suck. Absolutely. Yes, it's going to suck. So, moving on. This, I could not be more excited about. Have we talked about this before? That they're doing a D and D movie? Yeah. Okay. Well, sort the first we one did, was right? not good. Oh, come on, bro. Should we watch that after th- that movie? Okay. Actually, so, I think that was one of the first movies you and I ever went and saw in the theater together. We did see that in the theater, didn't I think we? So. Okay. So background. Okay. Now we have some casting news for the Dungeons and Dragons movie that's coming up. Yeah. Now Ansel Elgort. Okay. I don't know who that is. He, he is young in, boy. Uh, he was in um, the Fault of Us in Our Stars. Fault in Our Stars. He was in the uh, Divergent movies. Got yep, Divergent Goosebumps. Oh no, Goosebumps director is expected to helm the movie. Okay, so here's the thing. Personally, personally, I love the first D&D movie. Okay? I love it because it's terrible. I love it because um uh Marlon Wayans plays a thief and he's terrible. I totally forgot Marlon Wayans was in it. He's terrible. I love it is Jeremy Irons has ch- probably choose the crap out of every piece of scenery he is near in this film. That movie is amazing. But what I like about that movie is it does stay true to what D&D is. And as the DM of our campaign, sir, right. that I that we run, me, you, and some other folks, a wife and stuff, um, I, I think that this kind of stays true. That movie stays true to, like, what D&D is. It's like, you know, crazy things happen. Who knows what's going to happen? The villains are terrible. It is what it is, right? Right. I, I hope, I hope, I hope this movie is bad. <laughs> Only because I don't want it to be just like, oh, there's a cool fantasy movie. Because 
D&D is about like when you ask to do something crazy or you want to do something that's out um like having that, a uh, goblin ride a wolf. Indeed. Like when you're as a DM, when you're when your players go, "Hey, this goblin we just rescued, can he ride my pet wolf?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Can he?" And I roll the dice and it's a 20. Yeah, he's he riding becomes, that wolf. And he's been riding it for about he's two months now. He's been riding this wolf for a couple months. And to me, that is what D&D is about. And I don't just want this movie to be like, oh, you know, we got the license of D&D and we're going to call D&D to make money from it. And it's just going to be a fantasy movie. I mean, you can see fantasy movies, you know, but I want this to... You mean kind of like they did with Final Fantasy? Yeah, but I, I mean, I mean, that was okay, but I just... I really want this to be something that is true to what D&D is on right. some level. And I hope that they get there, honestly. Um, I don't know anything about it. We don't know much about it yet. Um, but yeah, I just, I, that's kind of what I hope. And that's my rant. Cool. I was hoping I was going to get a rant in there. Uh, Independence Day 3, which we haven't watched Independence Day 2 yet, mm-hmm. but evidently they've been already planning 3 and 4 and 3 is planned as an intergalactic journey, which the first two movies obviously have been centered around Earth. Indeed. Maybe this is us exploring space to go to Ooh, where... Maybe it's like Earth is dead and people are on ships like like uh, Battlestar Galactica. Ooh. Or it could be Have that you watched Battlestar Galactica? Maybe it's going to be more like Starship... No, not yet. Maybe it's going to be more like Starship Troopers where we're taking in the fight to the bugs. Maybe. You want to fall down a rabbit hole, bro. I hear it's good. Edward James Olmos. Jamie, uh, uh, Katie Sackhoff. It's the ball. I hear it's good. Okay, moving on. Uh, John Boyega is uh, reportedly working on a new project with the uh, the same uh, director who did Attack the Block. That's cool. Which is his breakout role. Nice. Um, and then this one I'm excited about. Uh, they're looking at rebuilding a Stargate cinematic universe. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, I. Okay, talking about Independence Day, I'm a. I actually really like uh, Dean Devlin and Roland Emmerich. Right? They are campy and they know they're campy but they love doing big concepts they did stargate they did independence day they did the patriot day after tomorrow 2012 um but they've also done uh smaller movies as well and i um i really like them i do um and i loved stargate i mean i still remember what the first time i saw it was on a midnight showing then at my brother's theater it was not like a released midnight showing. It was like we were testing it before showing it to audiences. Yeah. And we were sitting in the big Fremont theater in San Luis Obispo, a thousand seat theater. And there was like seven of us. Did you ever watch the show? No. It, well, there's like four shows. No, there's a bunch of them. I was just wondering um, if you watched I the original. I have not. Okay. But I love uh, Richard Dean Anderson. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's good. Um, um, but it looks like that they're going to be doing this as at least a trilogy. Sounds good. People love Stargate, man. Yeah, I mean, I love the, 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 the first, uh, the first movie. So, uh, Kellen Lutz is in <laughs> talks with Mick G to play, uh, He-Man in, uh, Mick G's version of Masters of the And Universe. he's the dude from, oh, he's the dude from Twilight, huh? He was in Twilight. Uh, he was also in, um, Spartacus, I think. Kick-Ass 2? No. No, Mick Oh, G. the screenplay is written by the guy who did Kick-Ass yeah. 2. Um, you know, he was in, um, Twilight was his big thing. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, Mick G, of course, did the Charlie's Angels movies. Right. Which are also getting rebooting in. Um, Why would you not reboot something in the age of universes? <laughs> I know, right? Um, but yeah, so so that's it. That's all of our, uh, our um, TV and movie news. We've got some trailers um, that we're going to watch, and we'll be right back. Hey, we're back. And we're back, and we just watched a, a 
crap load of trailers. Trailers. Um, we actually the first one we watched was a featurette of uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. Uh, that was voiced by J.K. Rowling. Well, that was cool. I thought because I have I ever seen that woman in real life. I feel like I never have. I don't think you have. <laughs> and she looks different than I thought. Really? Younger. Well, she's mid to late forties, I think. Yeah, so younger. Um, you know, <laughs> I'm just saying. I thought I always thought she was like late fifties, early sixties for some reason. Yeah. Um, it looks really good. The the. The, there's a little bit more footage in this than I'd seen before. I think Colin Farrell looks really good in it. Yeah, I somehow missed him. But uh, what I was con- what I thought was cool was the use of magic seemed a little like more uh, stylistic, and I like the idea of the um of his briefcase as kind of like a bag of holding from like D and D, where yeah, like you that's can where get- all of his animals are. Yeah, like you keep a- an inordinate amount of stuff in a very small space. Yeah, which is cool. It's a Mary Poppins bag, indeed. Um. Yeah, and then the next thing we watched was Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. Now, the reason why I threw this one in here is, um, actually, I didn't know that Tim Burton was directing it until we watched the trailer, but my sister loves the book series. I've, I've heard of the books, and I'm not a big young adult book guy. Right. I'm not a big Harry Potter fan. I'm just not a big young adult guy. I like my stuff a little dark, as I've said many, many times. But this trailer looked really cool. It looked like a lot of fun, um, and fun in the way of, like, well, it is a little bit darker because, I mean, it is Tim Burton. Well, I know. And that's and that's what I'm saying. Fun for me. Yeah. <laughs> Dark fun. <laughs> uh, it has Eva Green in it. She played um, uh, Vespa in um, Casino Royale. Yeah. Um, so it looks really good. I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I don't. And, and I don't normally go to see a lot of these in the theater. But this one was intriguing enough, I think. Um, you might take the girls. I, I thought about it. And I'm actually thinking what I'm. What, Here's my mind. I'm actually thinking about getting the book oh, okay. and reading it to the girls before the movie comes out, which I, I, I have to kind of check ages there. I have a seven and a five year old, but I'll talk to, I'll talk to Steph and see if she. Yeah, do that because we've been, you know, we've been reading the Harry Potter, the first right. book and stuff like that. And eventually I, I want to show them those movies, but this looked like something they would really get into. I thought so. Anyway. Cool. Um, then we watched the international trailer for Assassin's Creed, and it really didn't look much different than the American trailer. Uh, you know the difference? The uh, writing? Yeah, subtitles. Yeah, <laughs> I saw the word. The I saw the number five hundred at some point. I recognize that. Nice. When they were talking, that was it. Uh, then we watched the uh, the new trailer for the DreamWorks animated film Trolls. My kids are gonna love this movie. It looks really funny. And when 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 uh. Before it started, I said, is this about the, like, the dolls, the trolls from when we were kids? Yep. And sure enough, it is. And the, but the story looks intriguing enough to where, um, I think it's going to be a ton of fun. And DreamWorks, the humor was there as far as, uh, just some of the lines, the one-liners from the trailer, um, uh, and some of the subtle humor. Subtle burn there, Branch. Yeah, like little <laughs> stuff like that, but also like she, he said something, you know, scrapbook your way to, yeah. you know, and it's just, I just thought that was really cool. And she made the whole scrapbook. It was 3D. It popped up and there was glitter in his face. I just, yeah, the, I don't uh, know. That was cool. Yeah. And what I love is that the, uh, the Justin Timberlake character is so deadpan in this. Right. And Anna Kendrick is the really happy one and everything, and it looks really funny. Well, what I liked about this particular trailer, and I think every animated movie needs to take a, a, take note here is that i don't like like for example i watch a lego movie yes and i and and the whole time like i know that voice i know that voice and i don't want to sit in the theater and go to imdb and try to figure out who the character is i like the fact that at the towards the end of the trailer they put side by side the character from the film and the major voice actor yes and it not only gives 
a little bit of um, love and a little nudge to the voice actors, but it also says ahead of time, like, I want to go to see this movie because Anna Kendrick is in it. Yeah. And because um, who's the other actor that I love in this movie? Um, Justin Timberlake. Timberlake's in it, but there was another Zoe one. Zoe Deschanel. Ju- yeah, Zoe Deschanel. My wife loves that that yep. girl. And knowing this, seeing this trailer. Oh, Stefani. Yeah, she's going to. Oh, Stefani. Don't get me started on this. Stefani. It's a crazy crush on her as a kid. But anyway, I just, I, uh, side note. But, but I, I really love the idea that they put those side by side and they said, all right, here's our movie. Yep. And. I'm going to see this movie. So it, it looks, looks pretty awesome. darn funny. Um, the, the next one is really interesting. It's a new HBO series called Westworld. Yes. Which is based on, I, I can't remember if it's based on books or whatever, but it's really, I, I, I remember hearing a whole bunch of buzz about this about a little bit over a year ago. And we actually did talk about this on our, one of our early, early podcasts. We did. Because they did the casting call for it. It said that the extras must be willing to be completely naked. That's right. That's and right. Engaged in weird positions because it is like a fantasy world. Well, where the the tools of the fantasy world are realizing what they are. The feeling of it I got was more of like avatars, like yes. like like they're like avatars in a place, and they find and so there was a lot of moments where they're naked, they're falling, maybe they're realizing that they're who they are, and they're they're passing out of so, you know you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like. Uh, one thing I want to say about this is, is a couple things. One is that with Game of Thrones on the way out, HBO is probably looking at another yeah. big deal. And I think this might be it. The buzz I've heard around this, especially as I'm diving in all the Comic Con stuff, obviously is three weeks away from that. Um, is that Westworld's going to make an appearance, um, at, at Comic Con on some yeah, way, well, shape, I mean, or form. Yeah, but with a cast like Anthony Hopkins and Thandie Newton, I mean, it's got a great cast. Yeah, and I'm not saying, I don't know if the cast is going to be there. I don't know if it's going to be an offset. I don't know if they're going to have billboards. Who right. knows what's going to be? But Westworld, I think I'm intrigued enough by the trailer. Um, and from what I've, the, what I've heard about it mm-hmm. to, um, kind of get excited about it and I'm ready for another HBO show to go to my brother-in-law's and watch. <laughs> so I don't have HBO. Anyway. Next one. Uh, the next one, beta test. This, you know, <laughs> okay, this has Manu Bennett in it. So, uh, those of you who are fans of the Berlanti verse, he played, uh, uh, Deadshot. No. No, uh, Deadlock. Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Almost. <laughs> so, Deathstroke. Yes, he played Deathstroke. <laughs> Close. You're yeah. Good. Go. So he played Deathstroke. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it actually reminds me a lot of the Gerard, uh, uh, Butler movie a few years ago called Gamer. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't, yeah, and it, it what the, the I'll, I'll, honestly, the feeling I got from this was more Ender's Game. It was more like, um, uh, uh, somebody who was sitting down to play a video game and realized that what they were doing in the video game mattered in the real world. And that was kind of the premise of Ender's Game. That's the feeling I got from, from this trailer. Okay. Honestly, I still never read nor seen Ender's well, Game. Well, do the one of the two. I mean, come on. Um, but that's, Almost, that the premise of Ender's Game is that there's a kid recruited and he is taken to a facility to train. He's doing stuff in real life, but at the same time, he's in this training simulations. He is learning to lead his team, blah, blah, but they're really actually controlling the spoilers, 30 year old right. spoilers. They're actually controlling the pilots that are on the other end in a, in a real world setting, which is insane, which is the feeling I got from this, right. which I think is kind of a, spin on this and some that's what i got cool. i don't know something to look into i thought it was cool um this one was kind of funny uh the next one we watched was uh, <laughs> funny, uh jack reacher never go back 
It's the second Jack Reacher movie. And as soon as the trailer started and we you see the first scene of uh and you see Tom Cruise turn around. I love Cruise. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny, but as that happens, Marshall looks at me and he's like, Oh, okay. <laughs> but then by the end of the trailer he's like do you have the first one? Yeah, it's like, hey, dude. Can I, I, can I, I see it? This is a sequel, right? Can, <laughs> can, can you get it to me? It's actually, it's based on a series of books by, I'm drawing a blank on the author's name. But I he's, know what you're talking about. I've heard the book. But he's done like 19 of them. Well, and I've heard of this character before. I think you've talked about this character before. I like, it, it to me, it's kind of Bourne-esque, where it's like this we- yeah. weapon of a man. Yes. You know what I mean? And I love stuff like that. I'll watch that kind of stuff all day long. So, yeah. go. And then the last trailer we watched today was called Keeping Up with the Joneses. Brilliant. And the main reason, honestly, I... Just brilliant. It is. <laughs> and I hadn't... The only reason I, I really put it on here is when I saw the, the ad for the trailer, it showed Gal Gadot. And I'm like, okay, I love Gal Gadot. Yeah. So anyway, so it turns out it actually is Gal Gadot, John Hamm, Zach Galifianakis, and Isla oh, Fisher yeah. in it. And I love them all. And what it is is the, the premise is Zach Galifianakis and Isla Fisher play a really homely couple that... Well, Galifianakis doesn't even look like himself. No, he's lost a little bit of weight. Yeah, okay, that's it. And um, then a new couple moves into town, and it's Gal Gadot and John Hamm. It turns out they're like spies or something, and it's it looks really, really funny. Well, what I mean, this is not a new storyline. No, really. I mean, it's a rehash of various you know scenarios where, excuse me, new neighbors come in. They're too pretty. They're up to something. Right. Too perfect. And there's something nefarious going on or whatever, but um, the humor in it is what intrigued me the most, and I'm I'm stoked about it. So, um, I, I'm and plus, what's her name was looking good. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that's <laughs> all, all of our trailers for this week. Uh, we only have one movie to really talk about really quick, and uh, it's it's actually just going to be me because I'm the only one that's seen. It. I went and saw Now You See Me too. Um, Marshall actually still hasn't even seen the first one, even though I put it in a Dropbox for him here's, to watch. Here's the thing. Um. Uh, it's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Um, You're so it was, it's, it's, you know, it was the magic movie. It was really interesting to see Daniel Radcliffe join the group. Um, they kind of, it seemed like the script was twisting itself backwards to try to make things fit. Right. So I didn't enjoy this as much, as much as I enjoyed the first one, but it kind of, it did well enough for me to still look forward to the third movie, which cool. is in, pre- in pre-production right now. Of course it is. Um, <laughs> we haven't had a chance to see Finding Dory or Independence Day yet. Well, my kids actually saw Finding Dory today. Oh. And my wife. Cool. I, uh, well, we have not seen it. I didn't see it. Uh, we haven't seen Independence Day yet, and Central Intelligence uh, just came out. I want to see that so bad. It yeah. does look really <laughs> funny. Um, I got a free movie pass from a student. Oh, did you? Yeah. For, you know, for being awesome. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, for all the crap that you give The Rock, you know, I do want to go see Central Intelligence. No, I'll see the crap out of it. I love The Rock, dude. Yeah. I don't know. I give The Rock crap because I feel like all you ever talk about is The Rock these days, but he's so awesome. He's so prolific, too. Here's the thing. If he wasn't doing Baywatch, I think I would, I'd be less upset about- But the funny thing about, is, you know you're going to see it eventually. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Damn pop culture. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, that's it we have for this week. Um, as the house lights come up, be sure to grab your personal belongings and dispose of your empties properly. And be sure to join us next time as we uh, probably finally do review Independence Day. And uh, we take a sneak peek at some of the uh, m- other movies that are going to be hitting Comic-Con in three weeks. Indeed. Uh, I'm excited, dude. I am, too. Three weeks to Comic-Con. Um, and, you know, it's 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 a pop culture con. It's just it it, that's really what it is. 
And uh, I love being able to see sneak peeks at stuff. So. I agree. I agree. Anyway, if you like what we're doing, you can support us on Patreon, patreon.com slash usual podcast. Give us a buck or two an episode. We have some nice goodies coming for patrons. And also uh, audibletrial.com slash usual podcast. If you would like to get a free audiobook on us and catch up on some of these books like um, what is it? Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children. You can probably get that for free on Audible and then see the movie and then thank us for getting that free audio book. Or any of the dozen plus uh, Jack Reacher books. Indeed. <laughs> Fall down the Jack Reacher hole on us. Lee Child. That's his name. Well, and there you go. There you go. <laughs> anyway. And also uh, coming up in the next couple of days is the uh, J.K. Rowling's uh Writing of uh, the Harry Potter and the Curse of Child, the stage play, which oh. is just now coming up in West uh, the West End. Indeed. And so that's coming out, I believe, on the 31st. All right. Don't forget, follow us on all the social medias and stuff and, you know, stuff. Like us. Word. Go to uh, the usual podcast and our support us page and find out how you can help us out. Indeed. And so we're going to leave. And um, this has been fun. Word. <laughs> Have a fun? Have a fun. <laughs> I said it that time. Boom.